test, one, two. Is that better? Yeah. You hear me in the back? Yeah. Awesome, 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 awesome. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know, man. It's been crazy this morning. As far as the nervousness, I've never been this nervous up in here before. You know, I know God is going to do something. There's a reason why I'm nervous, and God just kind of showed me, you know, when I was sitting there, that God put me here for such a time as this to share this word for such a day as this, for you guys to hear this word. So you, you know why I'm saying this a little bit later. So, But uh, like George said, it's week four of the spiritual challenge. You guys made it through, through, made it through week one, which was prayer. I heard a lot of you know, feedback, not just this feedback, but other feedback from you guys, right? How God has been speaking to you guys, right? Week two was the fasting. Right? A lot of people have been fasting food, and, 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 and God's been doing the work in you. Some people have been fasting Facebook, uh, uh, social media, Instagram. You know, so now you have more time to actually talk to your wife or your kids or spend some time with them. When you're in dinner, you can actually talk instead of texting each other or taking pictures. You know? So it was good. Um, week three was getting in the Word. Right? The whole week was just getting into Word, getting in the Word. But I hope you guys are not just doing one week. Let's say, for example, week one, you're doing the prayer, and you forget about prayer and do fasting. No, you're supposed to incorporate the prayer with the fasting, right? Because if you just fast, then you just, if you fast without prayer, that's just a diet, basically, right? Because I'm giving the food. But you got to incorporate the prayer with the fasting. Then the week after, you incorporate the prayer with the fasting with the word, right? And then I went to week four, right? When you incorporate the prayer, the fasting, the word, and then just go. Go and do what God is calling you to do, right? We're going to acts of service. We're going to go out and we're going to serve this week. But I don't want to get too much into it now, right? So today I want to talk to you about the story of Esther, right? Yes, Esther. There was this king, right, who had a huge empire in, in, in the east, right, with Iraq and Iran. He was like basically the king of the whole, almost the whole Mideast over there, right? And he had a whole banquet for 180 days, six months, right, 180 days. I'm usually good at math, but for 180 days, right, just party, just a banquet, just they're having a good time, they're eating. He's showing off his, his palace to everybody, to all his uh, officials, his governors. You know, was that 180 days of just eating and having a good time? You know, some people, we go to a wedding, we have a great time. Imagine 180 days of that, you know. So at the end of the 180 days, the king throws a week-long party,
my queen. The king has asked for your presence at the party. He wishes for you to dance for him and his guests. Excuse me? <clears throat> the king wishes to invite you to put on one of your famous performances for the party. You do understand what happens when you disobey or disrespect the king. I don't care. The queen. She said, what? King, she said that she would not come to the party because she is not a piece of meat. How dare she disrespect me, the king? King, you're exactly right. But not only did she disrespect you, she disrespected all of us. And King, you have to do something. You have to do something before word gets out that Queen Vashti disrespected and disobeyed King Xerxes. I mean, if word gets out, we're going to have crazy women all over the place. And we can't have that. <laughs> King, we can't have that. Imagine, we're going to have crazy women in Staten Island. Staten Island. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn. In Queens. Queens. Manhattan. Manhattan. Crazy women in the Bronx. <laughs> King, you have to make a decree, and you have to make it today, that from this day forward, every woman is to obey and respect the man of the house, and you need to make it today. You know something? You're absolutely right. From this day forward, any woman who disrespects her husband shall be punished. In fact, let me update my Facebook status. I am now single. So that was Esther chapter one, right? So by the time that happens, it's been a few years, right? And his temper kind of cooled off. But for this scene right here, I made it like if it happened overnight. So let's check out what happens here. Uh, oh my God. Wait a second. Last night, Queen Vashti, Facebook, I'm single? What the hashtag did I do? All right, pause. How many of you can, can, can relate to that, right? Out of anger, what, the night, let's say, let's say it happened the night before, right? He's drinking, he's having a good time, right? He calls for, for Vashti to come and dance for him in front of him and, his, and, 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 and for his people, right? And sometimes, that some, commentators, some commentators say that it was for her to come dressed in her crown, just come around, dance naked, you know? And, and we don't know, but you know what? She said, I'm not going to do it. So he got upset. He's like, you know what? How is she going to disrespect me? I'm in front of my boys right now. She really disrespected me. I'm not going to have that. So in his anger, he said, you know what, Vashti, you're out. You're done. So he basically kicked her out. You're not my queen no more. 
right? And how many times have we done stuff out of anger and we, we let the, the, the temper get the best of us and we, we say something we shouldn't have and relationships are broken, right? Whether it's between a, you know, a mother, father, sister, brother, you say something, you hurt that person and you don't have that communication you used to have. You used to have. Why? Because you let that, your anger get the best of you. How many times, like him, he was drinking. How many times people drink and, and get drunk and they make some stupid mistakes and have to pay for it years later, you know? They, they end up with an STD, sleep, sleep with somebody because, you know, the, 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 the liquor got to the head and, and, and they don't think and they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing. They're not thinking, right? So let's be careful that we don't get, you know, get to the point where, where we hurt somebody. We get so angry and we hurt somebody. We make a decision that we're going to regret for a very long time. You know, there have been a lot of divorces. You say something, do something out of anger, you know? So let's just be mindful. Let's learn from this. So for him, it happened years later. He cooled down. He's like, man, Vashti, man, probably could have worked out. I, I should have handled things differently. I should have just calmed down, think about it, you know? But no, now he's alone. But then one of his soldiers comes up with a plan. So let's check out the plan right here real quick. King, are you, are you all right? Doesn't even matter. Matter of fact, I have a great plan. Why don't you gather all the beautiful women from all five boroughs, and then you can choose your new queen. You know something? That's a bright idea. That's a bright idea. Let's, let's put it on all social media sites, uh, ChristianMingle.com, Facebook, even Craigslist, and put it on the radio. Heyman, do exactly as he says. Yes, my king. Contestant 5,492, please step forward. All right, state your name. Pause. So this is Esther, the one we're talking about today, right? Esther, at a young age, lost her parents. We don't know how. Right? But she lost both her mother and her father. So her oldest cousin decides to adopt her. So the oldest cousin is a Jew, and he raises up Esther. Right? And he told, he told her before we, she came up here right, to, to, you know, to go to King's Palace to possibly be a queen, he told her, you know what, don't tell anybody you're a Jew. Because right? if they find out she's a Jew, 
they probably won't even let her be queen, right? Because they have some problems back in the day. There's some history there, right? So he told her not to be a Jew, right? But let me just go back a little bit here and just explain to you what happened here, right? You heard the announcement. The king said, you know what? Put my men in each corner, in each province, in each city, and gather all the beautiful women, all the virgins, right? So or they got all the virgins, brought them to, 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 to the king's palace. They stood in a certain area, right? And for 12 months, they had to go to like a little beauty pageant type stuff, you know, kind of like, kind of reminds me of like the, the Bachelorette and the Bachelor and all these, you know, reality shows about, you know, find your next king, your queen, your next husband, wife, right? So for 12 months, they went through this whole beauty thing where it's six months of oil, right? And after those six months of oil treatment, then you go for another six months of perfume and, 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 and cosmetics. I'm sure you ladies would love that, like 12 months of just getting hooked up, getting beautified, working on the skin, right? So these ladies had that for a whole year. After the year was up, then it, each, each, each day, a woman would end up going to spend the night with the, at the king's palace, right? So, and let's just take it from here. Let's just take it from here. <clears throat> Come right in. <laughs> My king, I think we found the one. Presenting from the house of Mordecai, daughter of Abigail, Miss Esther. That's how Queen became, well, Esther became Queen, right? But just one thing I forgot to mention is that when she went to the palace, the king's palace, everybody loved her. She had favor with everybody in that palace. There was nobody, she didn't have no haters. None of the ladies hated her. None of the guys, everybody just, there was something about Esther. It wasn't only her beauty, because it says that she had a, uh, you know, she was, uh, she was beautiful and, and she had curves. But only that, she was a beautiful person inside. You know, she was sweet. She was loving. There was, there, not one person hated her in that place, right? So that's what happened. That's how she became king. I mean, a queen, excuse me. Um, what you call it? So later in the chapter two, right, Mordecai is in front of the, uh, you know, in front of the palace, and he hears two guards planning to kill the king, right? So Mordecai hears it. They're talking, let's kill the king. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Mordecai goes to Esther, tells Esther what's going on, that there's a plan, right? Esther goes to the king. King is like, look, you know, She's like, you know what, looking, Mordecai, my cousin, told me that there's somebody planning to kill you. They're plotting. They just want to take you out. So he investigates, and it turns out that it's true, that those guards, those men that were, you know, guarding the palace were trying to kill um, uh, the king. So then the king had them all killed and, and, and gone, right? So that's what happens. So let's see what happens in Esther chapter 3. Haman gets promoted. Attention, attention. The king has an announcement to make. <laughs> Haman, for all of your valiant efforts, today you will be promoted as my highest captain. Congratulations. Thank you, my king. It is a great honor for me 
this, this promotion, when I learned that, that the thing we prized most, our king, was about to be taken from us, I had to act. And so this, this honor is little compared to the loss that we would have suffered without our king. And so, in gratitude, people of the kingdom of Xerxes, all I ask is that as I walk, that you would just bow down before me. Guard, find out who that man is and who his people are. Go. Yes, sir. So he goes, and it takes about, you know, some time. It's quick here, but it took like some time, a few days, a week, you know, for him to find out. Guard, by now you should have found out something. Who is this man and who are his people? Jews. God, I make this decree. One year from today, any person that comes across any Jew is hereby permitted to take their possessions or to kill them. One year from today, make the decree. But one thing to understand is that before he made that decree, he had to go to the king. He found out, you know, this is a Jew that's not, that's not listening, right? There was, again, like I said, there was some, some, some problems that goes history, thousands, thousands of years, hundreds of uh, thousands of years, you know, behind, you know, before. And it's still, for, to this day, it still bothers him what happened a thousand years ago where somebody killed somebody's family or whatever, you know? And, 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 and um, you know, sometimes it's like us, right? We forget. We, 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 we think about something that happened years ago, and, and we bring it back now, Right? So let's just, let me just retract real quick here, right? Let me, get, let me get the paper here real quick. <clears throat> so yes, yeah, so the king, thank you, put it here. The king, right, he goes to the king, right? And he said, you know what, king? There are these people that are not listening to you. There are particular people that, they're, they're different. They don't obey our laws. They, they, they disrespect you. They're, they're breaking every law that you put in there. Can we, can, can I just put out my own money? And it said it was like 375 pounds of silver, something like that. And uh, I'm trying to look for the translation of how much it, it interprets to nowadays. And it was like $96 million, right? So he, out of his money, he put out his money to kill all the Jews, right? But again, the king didn't know that he was going to kill the Jews. He said, you know what, there's these certain people that are just not listening to you. So for some reason, he held it back that it was just the Jews. So the king was like, you know what, you want to do it? Since you're putting all your money into it, go ahead, go do it. Why not? So then... The king put his ring on it, and then he put the decree out to kill all the Jews, right? So Mordecai gets word of this, right? And he's in, in, in the city, in, the, in front of the king's palace. He's, he's crying out loud. You know, he's got his sackcloth on and ashes, and that's how the Jews mourn and, and were in distress, show that they were in distress back in the days, right? So there, he's in sackcloth, <coughs> excuse me, and everything. And, um, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> he was in sackcloth, right? So then... Esther, word gets to Esther, right? And one of the maids is like, you know what? Mordecai is stressing out in front of your building, in front of the palace. He's stressing out. So she got worried. You know, she sent, you know, regular clothes because he couldn't be in the palace with that type of clothing, right? But he refused. 
He refused. So then she, the, the, the messenger goes back to Esther, and Esther's like, you know what, go find out what's going on. Why is he acting the way he's acting? So she finds out, right, goes, and where's, where's my Mordecai, where's my, my, my Esther? So then, again, Esther goes and sends the messenger to find out what's going on. And this is what Mordecai says. is if the king extends his gold scepter, then he or she may live. And it's been 30 days now since I've been invited to come to the king. Do not think that you will escape in the king's palace and any more than all the other Jews. If you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's family will die. What if you were made queen for such a time as this? Go and gather all the Jewish people who are in Susa and fast for me. Don't eat or drink for three days, night or day. Both I and my young woman will also fast in the same way. And then I'll go to the king, even though it's against the law. And if I perish, I perish. And Mordecai does all of that stuff. He goes, sends his people to go fast, they fast and pray for three days, right? So in the first part, Mordecai gives her instructions, go and plead on my behalf to the king, right? There's a need going on, go and plead to the king, right? How many of you know that, no, probably know that there's a need going on, right? And God tells you, you know what, go pray for that person. For example, me and my job back, back in the days, when I used to work at Health First, I would go to people's houses and do their, their, their health application, you know, to get health insurance. And there, be, there have been times where God would put in mind, people would just start talking to me about their problems. Or, or they just start telling me, you know, uh, you know, about their financial situation or, 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 or somehow they start talking about how they, they have problems with their kids and, and their son is no longer around and doesn't want to talk to me and, and, and this and this and that. And, and, and towards the end of the application, I feel God telling me, you know what? Pray for them. Pray for them. And I'm like, man, should I? Should I not? Because what if they reject me? What if they say no? What if they look at me funny? I could lose my job, you know, depending on the person, you know? Like, oh, this guy came to do my health application, and he's trying to, you know, convert me over or whatever the case may be, right? So, but I did it. Sometimes I, I did it afraid. I was like, you know what? Do you mind that for some reason? I just want to pray for you. And I'll tell you the truth. There has not been one person, right, that has said no to my prayer, right? Because God always sets it up. So there are people uh, that, 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 that have a need, and God is telling you, go pray for them. Just like Mordecai said, go speak on my behalf. God is telling you, go speak on my behalf. Go pray for them. Go pray for them. And you guys have been fasting. You guys have been praying, beginning to the word. And maybe some of you haven't experienced that yet. But I tell you, now since you heard this, this week, expect God to tell you, go pray for that person. Go pray for that person, right? Go pray for that person. Right, Esther, Esther, when, 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 when Mordecai told her, you know what, go, go to the king and plead for her. I mean, plead for our people to, you know, to have mercy. We don't want to die. You know, what's that to, you know, what's that to find out that one year from now you're going to be dead, that 
your whole crew, your whole family, all the Puerto Ricans are going to be dead, all the Dominicans are going to be dead, your whole race, your whole whatever it is, it's going to be dead, right? So he was, he was shook. So he said, you know what, go. Esther, do something about it. I need you. You're in that place. Do something about it. But then Esther was like, you know what? If I go to the king without him calling me, I'm going to die because that's how it is. If the king doesn't call you, you can't go to the king. He has to call you. All right, I want Esther to come to me. I want to talk to her, right? But if Esther decides, I'm, come, I'm showing up in here. I don't care about nothing. She's dead. She's out, right? So she told Monica, I can't just go to the king because I'm going to die. I, he has to call me in 30 days. She hasn't seen this king in 30 days. That I don't care. But whatever, you know? So, so she was afraid. How many of us God calls us to do something and we're afraid, right? Just like the praying. Sometimes, you know, this week God may tell you, you know, go pray for that person. But God, I'm afraid because what if, you know, what if they look at me funny? What if they reject me? Don't worry about it. I put you in that place in that time to go pray for that person. I want you to go and do it, right? How many times, you know, God may put in your heart, and maybe it hasn't happened, but like I said, this week coming up, next two weeks, God may put it in your heart. What if God tells you to go pray for somebody for healing? What if said, but God, I, I'm afraid because what if, what, what, if it does, what if you don't heal the person? I'm going to look like an idiot. You told me to go pray for the person, and if God set it up, he's going to make it happen. He puts you there in that time and that place to go pray for that person. Like I said, just, that, that's just one area, just praying. There may be somebody who comes to you, has problems that, you know, they have problems with their family and that, you know, the, 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 the mother has no relationship with the son. That was one of them, you know, the one of the, the, the ladies I pray for. Sometimes God may call you to pray for that person for restoration and reconciliation in that family. Just be obedient. Do it. You're afraid. Do it anyway. I tell you the truth that when, 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 when God uses me and God puts it in my heart to go speak to somebody, go pray for somebody, God's presence just shows up like, like mightily. It's crazy. Trust me when I tell you. Like God shows up. The person is crying. The person is shedding tears. Like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, you were a God sent. You're an angel. God knows what he's doing. When he tells you to do something, he's already setting it up in the background. He's already setting it up. You know, so God may be calling you to pray for somebody, for praying for healing, for restoration, just to, 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 you know, for the person to come back to Christ, you know. But sometimes God may, 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 may tell you and give you a word. Like, for example, me. It happens, this happened to me like two weeks ago. I'm, 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 I'm walking down Grand Central, you know, between the, the shuttle and the four, five, or six, and there's these people there. And I, and I just finished seeing, a, 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 you know, like, a, like a, a, two girls were hugging, but one, after they hugged, one was crying. And I heard Jesus cares. Jesus loves you, right? And walking down, I'm like, oh, man. You know, walking down, I'm like, and I keep on hearing it. Jesus cares. Jesus loves you. I'm walking down, and I feel like going back, but I didn't, right? So I'm going down the stairs, and, 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 and I still hear it. Like, go speak to her. Tell her Jesus cares. Jesus loves you. So I'm looking at the, my, my train is coming in five minutes. I'm like, I'm looking at the stairs like, man, what am I going to do? You know, so you know what? Hold the train. I'm going to go over, right? So I go upstairs, you know, go back over there. Unfortunately, the ladies had already left. The two girls had already left. But I, it, it, it happened a little later, right? But I still went. You know, you could see it both ways. It was a missed opportunity. Man, you know, God could have used me at that moment to say that word. She probably needed that word, you know? But when I went back, she was already gone. But you know what? Maybe God was testing my faith at that moment, you know? So God may give you a word for somebody. You may be walking down the street and you may hear something. Just say it. 
That person needs that word at that moment. God wants to use you in that moment, right? You've been praying. You've been fasting. Now it's time to go. Go and do whatever it is that God is calling you to do, you know? So God is going to speak to you this week. God is going to tell you to, to pray for somebody this week, right? How many of you guys maybe have been feeling the need, like, I want to get involved in ministry? I, for some reason, in my heart, I, 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 I want to work with the children, right? But then, like Esther, I'm afraid. I'm afraid because I, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be able to, you know, teach these kids. I'm, I, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm not gonna, it's not going to happen. These kids are not going to like me. I'm afraid. But if God is telling you to do it, just do it. God will give you the words to speak. God will use you at that moment. I'll tell you the truth. Today, right, I was nervous. And, I, and, and, and God kind of showed me that when I was in the corner, like when I was sitting, I was nervous. My hands were sweating. I, you know, George prayed for me, everything. Everybody said, calm down. It's going to be good. But I still did it, being nervous. I still came up here, and I preached this message. I'm here preaching this message, afraid and all, nervous and all. But I'm still doing it. Why? Because God gave me a message for this day, for you guys, for such a time as this, right? So God put something in you for today, for this season, right? So if God is going to you preach, preach. Why not? Don't be afraid. Oh, man, what am I going to say today? If you, you notice I forgot what I was going to say, but God will bring things to remembrance, and God will use me and speak through me to you guys, right? And God will give me the words to speak. So if God is calling you to preach, you preach. Whatever it is that God is calling you to do. If you want to get on the worship team, amen. If you want to get on the worship team, right? And, 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 and oh, well, what if I miss a note? And, but, you know, God is calling you to worship, and, but, you know, what if I, I, I can't keep it or whatever? If God is calling you to do it, do it. Speak to, you know, speak to Ephraim and, and see what's up. What is God calling you to do? Don't let fear stop you. Fear of, 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 of failing. Fear of, you know what? Uh, I, I feel like starting a home group in my house for people in my community, right? But I don't feel I'm qualified enough. Don't worry about it. God qualifies the cult, all right? God will give you the words to speak. God will give you the words. You know what? God, I, I'm willing to do this. I feel you calling me to start a Bible study. There's a, a, a group of people in my community that need Jesus, that need you. I'm going to be obedient, God, and I'm going to start this home group in my community. I'm going to go and do what you told me to do. Because you call me for my community for such a time as this. You put me where I'm at in my block, in my projects, in my neighborhood for such a time as this. God puts you there. Let God use you wherever you're at. Go and speak to your coworkers. God may tell you to go. Again, I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together, right? A few weeks ago, my, 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 uh, my, my coworker's uh, father had passed away. And I felt the Lord telling me, go pray for him. But part of me is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, being a pastor, yes. That should be normal to But at times, I do struggle, right? But now, listening to this message, I'm going to have to just go, and whatever God tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. Why? Because he's going to meet me at that place. He, called, he put me there for such a time as that. God put him in my place for such a time as that. So where has God put you guys for such a time? I heard somebody tell me that, you know, I'm not going to shout them out, but there are people that, there was, she, when she's on the train, people just come up and just start telling her her problems, telling them that they're problems. Oh, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Maybe God puts you on that train for such a time as that to listen to that person's problem and just be a listener. Maybe God wants you to pray for that person. Maybe God wants you to pray for healing. They're sick. And you felt that tug in your heart, pray for healing. Do it. God will show up. God will take away that pain. Well, we got to wait. If, you know, you're bored one day, you just have a feeling, man, I just want to go out there. I just want to go and lay hands on the sick. We don't have to wait for some special evangelist or, 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 or let's say, for example, Hector to come from, you know, from, from IHOP and start laying hands. No. The same power he has, the same power you have. You all have the same power to prophesy, right, to, 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 to lay hands on the sick. Just go and do it. 
God puts you in this church, right, for such a time as this, right? God, well, what, why am I in this church? How, did I, how in the world did I end up here in this church? I love this church, but how did I end up here? Why? Because there is a need in this church that you have to step up to the plate and do what you got to do, you know? And, 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 and Esther, you know, Mordecai was like, you know what? Yeah, God can raise up somebody else, but God wants to use you. Now, what are you going to do, right? God could use somebody else, and he probably would have used somebody else to deliver the, 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 the Jews, right? But instead, Esther was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the king, and if I die, I die. And that's where we got to be. You know what, God? Today, like I said, I was nervous, man. I was nervous preparing. I had like, you know, like I couldn't do it down. But I was, you know what, God? If, if I mess up, I mess up, but I'm doing this. I was nervous today. You know what? Nervous, no, I'm doing this. Why? Because you put me here today for such a time as this to give you guys this word to go and do what God is calling you to do. To so do it. So we have to have Esther's, the Esther thing. Like, you know what? If I die, I die. I'm going to do this. You know what? If, 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 if you call me to preach, I'm going to preach. If I mess up, whatever, but I'm going to do this. If you want me to go into youth ministry, uh, you just want me to love on people, I'll do it, God. I've been feeling my heart for a long time. I want to do youth ministry. You know what? I'm going to do it. Some people don't do, maybe don't want to get involved in ministry. Why? Because maybe there's been some past experience, some past hurts, right? Well, we you know, sometimes it happens bad where leaders do the wrong thing, like, like, like um, uh, 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 the king. They get angry, and, and, and they let them have it on the, you know, on the people they work with, right? And they don't know how to act instead of keeping their cool. Or maybe the leader made a mistake and, 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 and just hurt the person by mistake. Right? So some people don't want to get back involved in ministry because they're hurt because of past experience. But God is saying, don't worry about it. This is a new season. This is a new day. Just go and get involved. Don't let nothing hold you back from what God is calling you to do. Right? So we have to be like Esther and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. What is God telling you to do? This week, you may not, God is not telling me anything right now. But this week, like I said before, and I keep on telling you, God is going to put something in your heart to go and bless somebody, go pray for somebody, go do something kind for somebody. God. God put something in each and every one of you guys. In each and every one of you guys, Jeremiah, when he was in the womb, when he was being formed, God called him to be a prophet. My daughter right now that's in that belly right now, God put something in her. God put something in, God put something in each and every one of you guys. Each and every one of you guys. You guys may not know what it is right now. You know, some people found out at the age of 17 in the Bible, Joseph, you know, um, uh, uh, Samuel, they found out at certain ages. You may not know what is your calling you know, but God did put something inside of you. God did call you for such a time as this. You're not a mistake. It's, it just didn't happen by, no. God put you on this earth. You didn't weren't born in the 50s or 60s or whatever. God put you now in this generation because God wants to do something through you. God put something in you guys. There's something inside of you, and, and, and in due time, it's just going to come up and like, man, I got this burning, this passion. I have to do this, and that's God's calling upon your life. And don't think that once you get to a certain age, you know, that that stops. Abraham, right? After his whole life is over, God says, you're going to have kids like crazy. We'll move back here. Woo. You're going to have kids like crazy. Yeah, right. At 99 years old, I can't picture that, how him and his, and, 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 and Sarah got together. I don't want to think about it. Mental pictures is nasty, you know. But, but it's just crazy how at that age, like, man, God, you still got plans for me? 
Why that? But, you know, but, you know, but, but you still got plans for me, you know? So don't think that just because you're 40 or 50 or 60, you know, it's over. No, God still has something for you guys. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Until then, you got to do what God is calling you to do, you know? So, but until then, until you're walking in what God has called you to do, let's go. Let's be kind to people. This week, right, is the acts of service. Let's serve those that are less fortunate. Somebody's in need, help them, right? Sometimes you want to change the world. I don't know if you have the clip ready or no. You have the clip ready? Nathaniel, if you could play it real quick. Check this clip. I bring the, the lights down. Please. So you're really him, aren't you? You want more proof? I haven't done the Philip Salt thing in a while. That's all right. I believe you. I just, I don't understand why you chose me. You want to change the world, son. So do I. What? Why an ark? I mean, that's like flood territory. You wouldn't do that again. You wouldn't do that. Would you do that? Let's just say that whatever I do, I do because I love you. Well, then you have to understand that this whole building and art thing is really not part of my plans here. I need to settle into my house. I need to make a good impression at work. <laughs> what? Your plans. <laughs> what? what are you talking? I'm, we're talking about an arc, right? I mean, an arc? An arc is huge. I don't even know where I would begin. Well, I hear that a lot. People want to change the world, don't know how to begin. You want to know how to change the world, son? One act of random kindness at a time. <clears throat> so this week, let's do one random act of kindness, at least one a day, you know, find something, just be kind. You know, some of you may be hard to smile, just smile, that's being kind, you know? Right? You're, 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 you see somebody is in front of you, just pay for their, you know, their, their, I call it the, the puny meter, the, the, the meter, the uni meter, right? Just pay for them. Do so. If you don't have money, just do something kind out of your heart. If you want, go to randomkindness, actsofrandomkindness.org. I'll post it later. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do to be kind to somebody, right? To let God use you in your workplace, whatever it is. Somebody needs help, just help them carry their bags, whatever it is. But starting today, when you leave church today, look for somebody you can be kind to today. That you can say, you know what, God, show me who do I go to today. When I get out of church, who do I, maybe it's in church here. Maybe somebody needs a kind word. God, show me, what do I do? How can I be kind to somebody? And God will show you. So for the rest of this week, right, we've been praying. First week, we've been fasting, we've been getting into the word, right? Now let's incorporate all of that and let's just go. Let's just go make a difference where you're at in your community. Go make a difference in your job. Kids, young people, I didn't forget about you. Make a difference in your school. God put you in a school for such a time as this. God put you in the same classroom for such a time as that. For you guys to go minister to other kids, all right? So God put you in the block that you live at so you can minister. So let go. Do something kind for your teacher. People, do something kind for your boss. Boss. Bosses do something kind for your people, for your employees. You know, don't forget about them. They work their butts off for you, you know. So one day bring, you know, the thing of donuts, whatever it is, whatever God puts in your heart. But this week, every day, let's do something kind for somebody. Let's see how we can go out of our way and do something. Maybe one day this week you go and serve at a, at a homeless shelter or, or, or do something. But God, 
Let me be a light. Let me make a difference. I'm going to do this. So go. Go. I want to call the, um, the, 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 the drama team up real quick. They're going to do a quick dance.
guys are ready. You guys are ready to go. You say, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Stand up real quick. Stand up. If you're ready to go, you're ready to do what God is calling you to do. Stand up and let's just chant this real quick. Say this right here. Listen up. Shout it out with your heart. Say, I'm going to do this, God. Come on, come on. sign-up sheets if you want to get involved, whatever it is, youth ministry, children's ministry, usher's ministry, whatever it is, just sign up on the way out. I'll reach out to you, the, 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 you know, the, the youth, uh, the ministry leader reach out to you, and um, just go. Just go and bless somebody. Go and be a blessing like, uh, you know, like Ethan says, and just go. 